This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace. So we're in the middle of the week, and a couple of days back, I was on a panel. Someone was facilitating a discussion, an interview, and they were asking me how I saw mindfulness in the West, how it was different to where I was taught out in the East. I think that generally, even separating out West and East is a bit of a a red herring because that's not really the experience. I think there was the life in the monastery and then there was the life that people were living in the rest of the country at the time. And the same kind of goes for the West as well. But I do see some very real differences in the way that mindfulness is maybe understood in the West. And I think in more recent years, it's been applied to areas of attention and focus and productivity. And it's not that it's not helpful for those things. It's brilliant for all of those things. But it kind of ignores a really important component, which I think isn't talked about as much. And that's compassion. Traditionally, if you look at mindfulness, there's kind of two components to it. The awareness part of it, which is more about the curiosity, the open mind, paying attention, being present. And then there's the sort of the compassion part of it. Yeah, we're more receptive, we're less judgmental, less critical, perhaps a little kinder in our mind. And for me, those two things, they can't really live without one another. We can lean heavily into one more than the other. But they're kind of ultimately one and the same thing. I always think of it a little bit like the sun. 
the awareness is the brightness. It's the clarity. It allows us to see more clearly. But the sun also has the warmth. And that warmth, that's the kindness, the love in our mind, in our life. And we need both, whether we're practicing training the mind in some way or whether we're just trying to live life more skillfully. It's really easy to think about it in just one of those camps and to maybe not train both equally. You might think that, well, if we're just being more present, aren't we automatically more compassionate? And maybe to some degree, but I don't think it's always like that. The truth is you could use the increased attention and focus for kind of less good things in life. But as long as the intention driving it is one of empathy and compassion, then that doesn't really make any sense. So these two things are always working together to balance each other out. So I do think in the West, we do well to keep in mind that Yes, it's important to be more present in the world, but to do it with a kind and loving mind. And just to carry a little bit of that into your day today, hopefully, will make a small difference. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. If you're here, I assume you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on this show and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering all of your questions and giving advice on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you'll join us soon. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.